0: Welcome back to the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Today we're gonna be talking about binge eating, emotional eating, stress eating, why we do it, and how to avoid it. It's important to understand what these differences are in terms of the different types of eating because it can also give us an understanding of your relationship with food. And in tune with that, It can be the reason why you may be struggling to reach that fitness goal that you may have. But we are gonna be digging deep into understanding binge eating, emotional eating, and stress eating. So first things first, it's important to understand that there is a very big difference between overeating and binge eating and emotional eating, and, and stress eating as well. Overeating is more commonly seen. Overeating can happen At any time of the day, specifically if you are, say, going out to eat, right, there's portions that are possibly bigger than um, what you may be used to. So it may be easy for you to overeat in that sense. Overeating can also come on the holidays, right? We're surrounded by lots of different foods that we may not have very often. Um, Overeating can come at family parties as well. That's very big in my family. Um, lots of different desserts, lots of different types of foods, and and you want to kind of taste all of these foods. So understanding that there's a very big difference between just simply overeating, right, feeling quote-unquote, oh, I'm so stuffed, I ate so much, versus um, an episode of binge eating or emotional eating. It's very, very different, Um, but they all kind of correlate with one another. So if you have ever experienced any type of Binge eating or emotional eating or stress eating. It can feel really embarrassing to talk about and I'm here to tell you that it's okay to talk about you don't have to be embarrassed It's okay to feel maybe shameful and it's okay And I very much encourage you to talk about it to your loved ones or whoever may be closest to you because it can help alleviate that stigma attached with overeating as quote unquote being so bad. Um, and it also can foster more communication between you and your partner or your family or your friends. And it can actually help deepen relationships if you talk to your loved ones or whoever about things that you're going through. So when you feel ready, that's important to understand that they, that may be beneficial for you. So in terms of binge eating, Binge-eating is something that I used to really struggle with. Um, Binge-eating is often done in secret. It's often done hiding the behaviors from other people. Feeling very embarrassed after the episode. um, Feeling as if you have a loss of control or that you may be in a daze or you may feel a rush and an an, an inability to stop while you're binge-eating. So that's something to to keep in mind, is the feelings leading up to a binge. What is it that you're experiencing? What time was it? Where were you? What did you eat? How you felt beforehand? How you felt afterwards? Why you were eating? Those are some ways to identify your binge eating triggers. And triggers is a word that is very, very strong because it can allow you to understand your relationship with food. So, for instance, my trigger, even to this day, and I've come a very, very far way in my eating disorder history, a trigger for me to this day still is being very tired. If I'm very tired, I have to be cautious with how I'm feeling because it leads me to feeling, oh, whatever. And that's actually a a sign that you are somewhat sleep deprived. Um, You're going to have those mixed up hormones and your inability to kind of regulate yourself in that moment because you're so tired. So being tired is one such trigger, but your trigger may be a little bit different. So say your trigger is being stressed out. Say your trigger is feeling emotional. Say your trigger is fighting with a loved one. That's also something that I really used to struggle with. Understanding your trigger can help you learn to regulate your behaviors a little bit. So, with that being said, stopping binge eating in that moment is a skill, and it takes practice. You're not just going to wake up one day and stop your your binging. Um, it takes some reconditioning of your thoughts. So, like I said earlier, understanding what's causing you to binge eat. Um, so, what I used to do, and this is where I started to realize that where I was making progress was talking out loud to myself. How am I feeling in this moment? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Talking out loud to yourself and then saying to yourself, this food isn't going to fix the feelings that I'm feeling. With that being said, often binge eating accompanies some physical discomfort, right? You feel really full. You feel really bloated. You feel like you can't fit into your pants. You feel swollen. You feel like you have to go to the bathroom, right? So understanding that the physical side effects that accompany binge eating are gonna far outweigh your feelings sometimes. And, and it's really just not worth it because when that binge eating episode is done, you're still gonna have those feelings. You're still probably gonna feel stressed out about work. You're still gonna feel stressed out about whatever's going on in your life you still may be fighting with your loved ones, and understanding in that moment that whatever the food is that you're binging on is gonna not make that problem, it's not gonna make it go away. And I strongly encourage you that if you feel like if you cope with food after anything that's going on in your life, to sit back and realize it. And understanding that coping with food versus Maybe celebrating an event with your family, where there's possibly lots of different types of foods, is very different than binge eating. So, you know, food is often used as a social event, right? Something happens. Your 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 coworker. You want to go out, right? It's their birthday, or it's you know you want to go celebrate a the raise that your husband just got, or whatever it goes, whatever it is. There's always some type of social stigma surrounding food, and that's okay. So if you fear that when you go out to dinner with your family or your loved ones that you're going to possibly binge eat, be gentle with yourself in that moment and understand that you're not going to be going into that feeling a need to binge. You're going to be going into that hopefully with some reconditioning of your thoughts being able to understand that you're going out to celebrate. And it's not that you're using food to celebrate. It's that you're in that moment taking a step back, understanding that you're going to be focusing on the time with your family versus the food. Because I promise you, in 10 years from now or 5 years from now or even a month from now, You're gonna look back on that time with your family and what a nice time you had and the memories that you made with each other versus how much food that you ate. You're not gonna sit back and remember every ounce of um, detail as to you overeating. So it's not worth beating yourself up over. I hope you guys can get that understanding of what I'm trying to, to talk about here. So this is something that I really work deeply with, with my clients who struggle with binge eating or emotionally eating or stress eating. It's understanding what's causing you to feel that way, understanding that you cannot compare yourself now to when you were not binge eating because there may have been some type of life occurrence that fostered some type of change that's now accompanying this behavior so it's important to understand that in that moment that you may be binge eating right now but maybe you're binge eating because you're coping with a change in your life going on so for instance when i started to transition from my nine to five type office job to working as an in person personal trainer and having some stress of needing to build up my clientele and basically earn money. Um, That was a really big trigger of mine. So I had a hard time with that life change because of all the feelings that came with it. And I coped with food. And this was after I discovered flexible dieting. This was after I discovered that I didn't need to be so strict with my nutrition all the time. You know, this was me just coping with a change in my life. So I encourage you to find possible other ways to cope. And it may not be the gym, and that's okay. I feel like everyone is so quick to say like, oh, go to the gym, you'll release endorphins, and you'll feel so much better afterwards. And sure, that may be the case. That can be a great stress reliever. But as you evolve in your life, sure, that may be one way that you cope. That's still a great coping skill that I use when I have certain feelings going on in my life and I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. But also, understand that this new season of your life may bring different ways for you to cope. So maybe that's journaling. Maybe that's going for a walk. Maybe that's you know, going to buy yourself a shirt just to make yourself feel good, right? That's okay. And that's something also that um, I feel like I used to shame myself with, is if I went out to go buy myself a shirt, I felt like I was replacing one behavior for another, right? But in reality, that shirt just made me feel good, and that's okay. Things don't have to be so perfect with how you cope. So don't let somebody tell you that you can't cope in one way versus the other way because it's going to replace another behavior, okay? Going out and purchasing yourself a pretty shirt is very, very different from the aftermaths of an extreme binge where you've hidden food, where you feel a lot of physical discomfort, where you may be crying, right? It's very different. So that's important to understand. I wanna share with you my story, one of probably my most extreme cases of binge eating. And I share this with you because I hope it encourages you to make a change. I hope it encourages you to not feel so victim and not play this victim card so much and feel a sense of empowerment to make a change for yourself. And for you to say to yourself in this moment, me too, Julia, I felt that way too and to know that it's okay. So in my most extreme cases of binge eating, um, some of my fonder memories most recently, um, and this is probably about three years ago now, um, I would go to Starbucks, right? And I love Starbucks, I love their coffee. It's my favorite type of coffee. My, My husband jokes with me about it. But because for so long, I had a severe restriction policy with a lot of the foods that I ate, A lot of the foods that I was binging on in secret were foods that I was secretly restricting myself on for a very long time. So these were things like, you know, baked goods from Starbucks, like cookies, scones, um, their frappuccinos, uh, baked, any type of baked good was like a huge, um, severe restriction for me. And I would always feel the urges to binge on it when I was feeling urges to binge. So... I just remember using the mobile app and ordering sometimes like $25 to $30 worth of foods um, to binge eat on. And I very well knew that I was not going to feel so great afterwards, right? I I knew that. At that phase of my recovery, I knew that. However, I felt that this loss of control, right? I felt this uh, euphoria almost, feeling lost, feeling a rush to order these foods, right? And I would order these foods through the mobile app so that I didn't have to be so embarrassed face-to-face with the barista or the cashier, right? Because there was this huge shameful stigma surrounding it for me. And it was really, really hard. I would also even sometimes pretend that I was on the phone with someone or that I was reading a text message from whoever saying that they were the ones ordering these foods. How embarrassing is that? How shameful is that to feel, right? That's crippling. So if you've ever experienced any type of feelings like this or you've had a same experience, know that it's okay. And I encourage you to open up about it so that not only you can help yourself and you can let go of some of these feelings and get these feelings off of your chest, but also so that you can further help someone out there that may be experiencing the same things. Food will never cause our feelings to go away. It's okay for you to celebrate with your family or your boyfriend or your husband or whoever. It's okay for you two to go out and celebrate. But just know that in that moment, that food's not gonna make any of your feelings go away. Those feelings are still gonna be there in the back burner. So I encourage you to, if you feel triggers to sometimes binge eat, you're only human and it's okay, but learn how to understand your triggers going into it and not feel so victimized from food because in reality, we really have the power, you guys. That cookie that's looking at us, quote unquote, isn't going to you know make us go to jail if we eat it. We are not victimized from food. You are in that control. So that's something that I strongly encourage you to remember. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, you guys. I hope you were able to learn something and relate to it. If you are new to my podcast, as of a few days ago actually, the, this podcast is now available on iTunes. So now you can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and I strongly encourage you, if you um, are using iTunes as the platform, to leave this podcast a review let others know how it's helped you feel free to spread the knowledge and the help so that one girl or a man or a woman or whoever whoever it is out there can start to feel their strength through food freedom today let them not feel how we may have felt for so long starting today let them help get that recovery starting today the reviews help the podcast the podcast get found which can, in tune, just help more people, you guys. I hope you were able to learn something and apply it to your everyday life. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, where I focus on health, fitness, strength, possibly ED recovery, if that's something that you're struggling with right now, feel free to go to my website, strengththroughfoodfreedom.com, and book a discovery call with me. This discovery call allows me to get to know you, get to know what you're going through, and talk about what we can do moving forward to help you reach your goals, become the highest version of yourself possible, and rid your old story. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. I will see you in the next episode.